Some people may well have been very generous to you. Does anybody under 10 know what you really have to say when people are nice to you? Thank you. Yes, well done. Thank you. We have lots of things to be grateful for. Lots of things to be grateful for. What are we grateful for? Look around at our lives. Think about what others don't have. We have a lot to be grateful for. Today, we're particularly being grateful because God has sent Jesus to change our lives, which is exciting. So, we need to be thankful. The first thing I want to say about being thankful is that we should be telling each other that we are grateful. We are telling each other that we are grateful. Colossians 3.15 says, let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, since as members of one body you are called to peace and be thankful. Let the Word of Christ dwell in you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom, singing psalms, hymns, spiritual songs with gratitude in your heart. Exactly. And whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God. That's the one. Now, here's the thing. You're grateful right now, but does it last? Okay, I want to tell you a story about a little girl. Okay, this little girl has told me that I can tell this story about this little girl, and she wants us to point out two things. Number one, she's not like this anymore, and number two, she's not little anymore either. But, however, this little girl's name is Abigail, but never call her Abigail. She wants to be called Abby. Anyway, once upon a time, her parents, who were kind and generous, one of them was a tall, good-looking Scotsman, um, just, just by coincidence, by the way, decided to take her and her older sister off to the West Midlands Safari Park on a lovely day out. We got them up, we got them dressed, took them out, took them to the safari park, paid to get in, took them round, stopped at every animal, got licked by camels, for goodness sake, how seasonal is that? Did you see what I did there? Did you see what I did there? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, um, bought them soft toys. Yes, bought them lunch. Yes, absolutely. Really bad food for them as well, but even so. Though this is Abby. We did occasionally, when she got a bit older, we used to sit every month and tally up to see if Abby had actually had a vitamin that month. Um, and uh, often not, really, really. Anyway, um, so we, we did all that. Then we went and we paid for them to go on the fun fair. And they went on every ride. And then we bought them chips for tea. So we're driving home. It's dark. They're tired. We go past a shop. It has a sign for ice cream outside it. Abby says, oh, can we have ice cream? And her kind, caring, loving, and responsible father said, it's bedtime. You can't have ice cream. And this little girl said, you never buy us anything. (laughs) 
Fortunately, I'm always calm. <laughs> dear, oh dear. Just think about this. It's like you. Everything is great. One thing goes wrong. Gratitude dissolves. Grumble arrives. Isn't it amazing how quickly gratitude becomes grumble? Isn't it amazing how that happens? Thank you, Emily. You see, we shouldn't grumble. We should be grateful. Do everything without grumbling or arguing. That's another one of those really easy instructions in the Bible. You know, it goes along with don't worry about anything. You know what I mean? So don't grumble about it. Do everything without grumbling so that you may become blameless and pure children of God without fault in a crooked and depraved generation. And the reality is that this is a moany world. This is a world that celebrates bad news. This is a world whose media makes a living from bad news. Bad news sells is what they say in the media. Let's make people afraid. Let's people make people angry. Let's make people discontent. But if we are not, we are told that we will shine like stars. Do you know why? Probably because we're the only happy people about. We should not grumble. We should be happy. We should get together. The early church that says they broke bread together with glad and sincere hearts. But they didn't. You see, that's what we have to do. We have to work to stop our gratitude becoming grumble. We have to stop our gratitude becoming grumble. I had all sorts of little catchphrases I was going to do, you know, don't let your gratitude attitude change to a stumble on a grumble and all sorts of stuff, but, but they were just terrible. Um, but you, know, you see, even when you're not getting your own way, even when things are not right, does that mean that everything else is cancelled out? You see, when everything's fine, we're grateful that there's food on the table, that there's a roof over our head, that we're warm and we're sheltered and we remember that other people don't have that. And then as soon as something goes wrong, we forget all of that and focus on what's wrong. Not you, obviously, just me. But that's terrible. It's, it's amazing how quickly it goes. And I'm going to encourage you today, thank you, Emily, for, this is a slogan for you. Don't swap your gratitude for grumble. Thank you, Catherine. See, because gratitude becomes grumble really quickly. Everything is on it, it's gone wrong. Everything's fine. Oh, that's happened. There go. Oh, your mother phoned. Oh, oh sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, it's all, all sorts of things happen. So, this is, this is today's message. I know that it isn't massively gospel, but I still want to do So, here we're going to do a rehearsal. Right. So, everybody under the age of 16, I want you to look at somebody who's over the age of 16. So, try and spot a wrinkle or two. Okay? Now, rehearse with me because what I want 
is a finger, show me a finger, right, and a rather smug look. Can you be smug? Okay, now turn to somebody quite wrinkly and say to them, now, don't swap gratitude for grumble. You do it. Look at somebody. Don't swap gratitude for grumble. That's right. Excellent, excellent. That's, now, that's your job at home. Your parents are going to love you. Right. Now, all of you who are over 16, I want you to look equally rather smug, fingers in the air. Look for a young person. Don't forget to point. Now, you're going to point at them, and you're going to say, now, don't swap gratitude for grumble. Now, don't swap gratitude for grumble, right? Okay, exactly. Now then, you've got, you've got a week and a half until school goes back. I will be interested in how many times you get to say that before that happens. Have you remembered it now? Don't swap gratitude for grumble, yes. Don't swap gratitude for grumble. Don't swap gratitude for grumble. And this is why, and I'll tell you why. Because Jesus can change your life from what isn't right to what is right. He can change it so that even though it isn't right, it still is right, which is shocking. Life doesn't spare us troubles. But two things. One, we can manage because Jesus can change us. But secondly, when life ends, what we have done can be cancelled out and all our troubles can go. If you want that this morning, you can have that because it's Jesus' birthday. And for 2,000 years, Jesus has been transforming lives. If you know Jesus, He can still transform your life so that you are not ruled by grumble but filled with gratitude. Remember, don't swap your gratitude for grumble. Thank you. Let's pray. Lord, we are so grateful. Thank you. We are so grateful that Jesus came and changed everything. Lord, help us to be involved in the changed world that is, that for which we are so grateful. Lord, enable us to look round without grumbling. Enable us to understand how gracious and generous You are to us and how we have opportunity to share gospel and grace and what we have generously with those round about. We just pray that You remind us in Jesus' name. Amen.